From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. The Disney Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of January 24th, 2013. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo mulatto Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Tony has a review of the Surf's Up Breakfast with Mickey and Friends, and I chat with Stephen Clark, the head of D23, about their 2013 offerings. All that, plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Disboard Start of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hello. Hello. When Tom says your name at the front, does anyone else have the urge to say, hi, or hello? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have an excuse, Michael. You're still new at this. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And and, and half the time I pause after that, knowing full well that I have another paragraph to read. But anyway, <laughs> you're reading it. You just run the magic, man. Oh. Actually, I know. I thought it was all just off the top. Of sometimes head. I look I away. Know. It's sort of like a peek behind the scenes. I thought it was canned, pre-recorded tape. The, the, the really, the really, <laughs> the hard part is if I try to change things. Oh, it totally screws you up. It's like because you've got you've got a pattern, and it's like you change the pattern, and you totally. So I got to really be careful adding. So my, Tom Michael's. doesn't love me best and puts me first all the time. That's true. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I busted my bubble, magic killer. Nah, that's that's you know that's me. Any housekeeping? I do. Uh, go ahead. Quick one. Um, just a reminder that Disneyland's going undergoing a bunch of refurbishments, including Big Thunder Mountain, as everybody knows. But also, I noticed that the Main Street train station um, it was completely covered in the front and the back. So. If you're going to get a picture of the floral making the front, you're going to have a beautiful brown. No, no, they've got they've got a they've got a picture. Tarp Is that up actually there a scrim? Yeah, they got yeah. a scrim. Full up scrim there. now. Oh, yeah, then they changed it because last weekend it, it was just the brown. So okay, thank you for for clarifying that, Tom. No problem. But, but um, still, also you a, yeah. cannot access the trains from the uh, Main Street train station. So if you're there late in in the evening in the park and you want to take the train right to the front, uh, don't do it. Not till um, I believe it's um, going to be in March when they open it up again. Yep. Lots of refurbishments going on during the slow time of the year, so go ahead and check out the refurbishment schedule on the Diz, and we'll we try to keep that up to date. So, uh, Anybody else have housekeeping? Tony, you said... I have one. Yes, sir? Yes, I do. Royalty is coming. Royalty? Yes. Sir Elton. Oh, Elton nice. Elton that is. Aww. What, 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 what if I tell you he's going to... Do something like totally evil. You I would the cry awe before John I... died. Wow, wow! I didn't know the show. This is, this is a turn. I didn't know. Well, anyways, he's not going to do anything evil. Is this his farewell tour or something? Wow. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I don't know where the. Oh, no, sorry. I love him. Oh, okay. So like, so, it's like so bunnies right... and puppies and kittens. Oh, really, an elephant. Elton. Really? <laughs> but I wouldn't put so him like, in Well, I guess he is a bit fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> so We so like fluffy. Especially in so feathers. The, so you're listening to the radio, and they go, and here's, a, here's, and here's your class, the classic song from Elton, and you, oh, like, I can't even do it. It's so nasally, and, like, it's guttural that, that she really does have that feeling for him. 
Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Sir Elton, related you to the Nan... Candle in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that must be the secret life. Okay. Goodbye, okay, no, Norma I'm Jean. Done. Goodbye, Norma Jean. We're moving on. That was a good <laughs> guys. Thank you. Okay, so... My middle name. I'm never going to get to this, anyway. <laughs> it's my job. I know. I'm going to pause. Okay. Job. Elton John, related to, this is related to the NAM convention, the National Association of Music Mer- Merchants convention that we talked about before. We'll talk a lot about conventions and the convention business and all the tourists it brings in, which means I have something else to mention. That he's going to be here to show new piano technology but to celebrate the 125th anniversary of Yamaha, whose pianos he's played for many decades. And motorcycles he's, he's ridden. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, um, he's gonna perform with a 70 piece orchestra nice. inside the 2000 seat capacity Hyperion Theater. Wow. So, and none of us can go, but that's pretty awesome. And the acoustics that, in that theater are amazing. 70 piece orchestra, wow. So. Yeah. I would love to see Elton John. Yes, would I. Especially in the like Hyperion Theater. Yeah. And My wife and I saw him in concert with um, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Years oh, back. Nice. Oh, wow. It was so good. Best. I've been wanting yeah. Billy Joel to tour again. I like rediscovered him again and go, I need to see him live. But I love his classical music. Remember Billy Joel did that entire classical album? No. <laughs> I don't think anybody remembers and now I, that. No, I remember of it, but I know silly music. Oh, it's amazing. Absolutely. But it doesn't make you go, oh. oh. <laughs> Actually, so, um, I love to dance around at work when no one else is there and sing Tell and John Billy Joel. Don't go breaking. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, I'm not Kiki D type. Okay, yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm just getting an image of some scene out of Risky Business or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the visuals I just got. <laughs> I did not take anyone there. Let me just remind you, I was not responsible for that. Yes, you were, because you were dancing around at work. Yeah. In your pink button-down shirt. Oh, no, well, I were navy. You know that a little too well. Wasn't that, wasn't that what I was wearing in Risky Business? Yeah. Now that you say it, I remember it now. Okay, Thanks. Now I've got <laughs> that image in my head. Which one's better? Before, before what, when Tom Cruise was still sane. Yes. Okay. There is another. You had more. Okay. I did. And it was related to the conventions that we've been talking a lot about. I've been talking a lot about in the news. But just a reminder that the National Association of Music Merchants is January 24th to 27th. And I know the podcast, depending when you're listening to this, that might not be important to you anymore. But 95,000 visitors with 8,500 rooms being used. If you're wondering why you can't get a room or it's crowded and it shouldn't be. There's some other upcoming ones. One of the other large ones. Coming up in February, there's two. There's the UBM Canon Medical Design MedTech Conference. I never heard of that one. But it brings 55,000 visitors and 7,500 rooms. And it's February 11th through the 14th. That's right before the, the week um, before, uh, obviously, Valentine's Day. And then um, the LA Archdiocese Religious Education Conference, which is there every year, has 45,000 visitors and 8,500 rooms, and that's February 21st to the 24th. And again, I think it's important for people to know these things because you might not know and think, oh, this is a perfect time to go, and then why are the prices higher? Or why are there all these people 
why is this lady walking around going, oh? That's, that's, that's how you know. Oh, I'm down in the park, yeah. down yeah. shirt. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to be at a conference at Disneyland and at the uh, in the convention center there at uh, February the first weekend in February. Continuing education, diagnostic imaging for Kaiser. So. But not as large as it's not one of the big four, so I didn't mention it. It's so not one of the big four, there. but it's big. Okay, and Nancy, if you want to go find her, so. Stalker. Um, so is there a centralized location to find those dates, Tony, if somebody's planning further out ahead? Not that I know, but okay. I'm going to make sure that when on an upcoming podcast, I find that out. I'm sure there is, and I'm going to look as we talk Excellent. and find out. Okay. Anybody I got else? these through the OC register. Okay. Anybody else have housekeeping? Don't forget, chat night, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Pacific. If you want to email the team or send us feedback, that's dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. If you want to see links to our shows or links to things we talk about and details of our shows, go to d, uh, go to podcast.wdwinfo.com and click over to the Disneyland tab and you can find all that information. If you're interested in going on Diz Cruise 1.0, that's the Eastern Caribbean cruise through Royal Caribbean. That is, uh, starts August 24th this year. If you want information about that or any of the other Diz type cruises or podcast cruises coming up, email Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y-H at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and we do have a financial relationship with Dreams Unlimited Travel. And I ran out of breath. You didn't mention that last week. That's housekeeping. And <laughs> I ran out of breath on that. <laughs> That's Tracy H, Tracy H at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Um, and so you aren't completely full of gas. Not completely, no. <laughs> Over to Tony with the news to get me out of this. Okay, continuing convention business talk. Hey, convenient. Recently, yes. Our first story, the upcoming National Association of Music Merchants Convention gets most of the attention because of its size and star power. Nancy? Yes. Star po- yeah, come on. Oh, my God. Like, oh. You wouldn't believe okay. how many – you wouldn't believe how no, many I was asking go to that thing awe. to <laughs> try and ask- get discovered. I, I, no, Nancy, that wasn't yeah. what I was going for. You were supposed to go, aw, and I was going to continue reading the news. However, okay, Tom. I am <laughs> not a trick monkey. <laughs> the upcoming NAM convention gets most of the attention because of its size and star power, Tom. <laughs> the gathering is just one of the big events at the Anaheim Convention Center that attracts thousands of visitors to Orange County every year. The top five shows bring in a combined 285,000 people to Anaheim and inject an estimated $226 million into the local economy. That is more than 45% of the estimated $494 million spent by all Anaheim Convention visitors last year. So half of it almost right there. Anaheim can attract the big shows because the convention center's 815,000 square feet of exhibit space is the largest convention hub on the West Coast. But the city also meets the diverse needs of these gatherings, which range from religious groups to medical device makers. The wide range of hotel rates for the 5,000 rooms that attendees book also is an advantage that attracts visitors, especially when some can't afford to pay huge hotel costs. Dan Coutrone, director of marketing for the UBM, a Canon medical device convention, said Anaheim's location is key for his group. Anaheim is situated geographically in the middle of an important center for medical manufacturing companies. He said it's one of the core markets. Even though the convention center is the biggest on the West Coast, the larger shows are running out of space. Anaheim officials realize they need to expand further to remain competitive. 
We have plans and process for doing that, says Charles Ehlers, outgoing president of the Anaheim Orange County Visitor and Convention Bureau. The city of Anaheim is considering funding for an expansion on Catella Avenue. They want to make they want to move the parking underground and add two levels above it for a total of 250,000 square feet of exhibit and classroom space. That will get us over 1 million square feet of meeting space, which is a magic number in terms of size, Ehlers said. That expansion is at least two years away, but Anderson said he and his Natural Products Expo delegates are willing to make do with the cramped conditions for one other big reason, weather. Some of our people come from Minnesota and the East Coast, and they love coming to Southern California in the spring to get away from the cold. So conventions are, they just keep bringing in the people. And and I think someone in some other segment at some time mentioned about Anaheim's central location. But to be honest, I wasn't the only one. Someone else has, I think Nancy has said that too. Yes. So we both did. After all, we do have that series on the blog, Disneyland Home Base, www.disneyland.com. Oh, <laughs> because it's so. such a so from economic news to injury news. Uh-oh. So if it's injury, you know which park we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I'm, what am I liable now? Dang. Okay. Well, do we remember the the staying up on top of this? Was it Windseeker? Windseeker. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wasn't necessarily an injury thing. That was more of a trauma and psychological continuing. Okay, you're right. That's true. Trauma. Okay, so psychological injury. Anyway. Uh, anyways, stagecoach stagecoach rides recently resumed a day after a Knott's Berry Farm stagecoach lost its left rear, rear wheel and toppled. Wow. The incident sent three people to the hospital with what park officials said were minor injuries. And, of course, and it doesn't say in there that they knocked on wood when they said that. Um, 14, people were on, 14 people were on the stagecoach when it fell over. And then in a statement that they made on Facebook the day it happened, today the left rear wheel detached from one of Knott's Berry Farms stagecoaches with 14 passengers on board, causing the coach to tip to its side. Three guests were transported to a local hospital for minor injuries, and two have been released. The ride will be closed until further notice. Guest safety is Knott's number one priority. That's what they hmm. say. That's almost equivalent to riding one of the, the fire truck down Main Street and the tire falling off. I mean, you don't expect something like that to happen. Well, you know what? Even in two, it's, I would it's, it's, they're taller. So one of those wheels falls off. You're yeah. gone. There are actually yeah. pictures if you search online and go to the Orange County Register. And it's not like you have seatbelt on or anything. Right. Right. I, mean, I, know it's, I know it's an accident and I hate to make fun of them, but there seem, I mean, I, it, this doesn't happen at Disney all the time. Ooh, so. It does Ouch. happen though sometimes. Yeah. You can't get so. Oh, so I now okay. Well, I'm all of a sudden now I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, for, for an Osbury farm. I'm just I, okay. There's been three. Three. How many people mover deaths were there? There were there people mover deaths. Yes, there are actually people mover deaths. So it's like because there were idiots and tried to stand up or something. Or tried to I, it was out? kids. Oh, okay. It was teenagers like wanting to go from one car to the other. Yeah, okay, they were oh, stupid teenagers. and trying to climb. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, they were stupid, but it, they were it was survival of the fittest. It's okay, no <laughs> for that one. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> natural selection. Home? There you go. That's yeah. what you meant, John. No, I, I'm just saying it's funny that they. I mean, not funny, but it just they, they haven't had a good. Interesting. Yes, it's interesting. Even though I'm considering purchasing Knott's Berry Farm Pass because of the price, so cheap. 
and we've been doing a lot about it in their food and we like it and we want to, you know, do some more stuff over there. But, um, they've kind of had a tough year or a tough few months because it was stay, it was yeah. Windseeker, Windseeker, now this. Yeah. I kind of feel bad. Oh, I do. I, I say, oh, you're right. I changed my mind. <laughs> That's a different kind of aw. Yeah. True. That's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. Uh, Mary Jo. Um, well, over in downtown Disney at the AMC 12th Theater complex that they have over there, mm-hmm. they've just opened up an IMAX theater, oh, cool. which makes it an even a more attractive uh, place to go see the movies. We actually drive out um, the 25 miles to Disneyland to go to that theater just because we like it so much. So now that they have IMAX over there, we're going to be going more often. Excellent. I, I was tempted to watch a movie there the other day, and I just didn't do it because... <laughs> I don't know why. Wayne. Just a few weeks ago, on January the 9th, we marked, are you ready, the 26th anniversary of Star Tours. That's the original Star Tours, the good one. Ooh, to celebrate... To celebrate this rather auspicious occasion, the Disney Parks blog pointed me to an interesting little craft project. There is a site called Spoonful.com that has a bunch of cute little crafts. This seems to be a Disney-related site similar to some of the other sites like Disney Family, Disney Baby, and the like. Anyway, Spoonful has printable, full-color paper models of the Star Tours Star Speeder 1000 craft. This is the kind of craft where you print the design on heavy stock paper, cut out the pattern, fold and glue it together to make your own paper model. How'd yours turn out? (laughs) <laughs> Very nicely. <laughs> How did you guess? It was research. It was research. There are six different designs, including the original Star Speeder 1000, Air Alderaan, the Bespin Direct, Tatooine Transfer, Dantooine Express, and the Naboo Space Lines. Nice. Each has a unique color scheme and logo and comes with a little paper R2-D2 or another <laughs> droid-type character. The graphics were very well done and kind of cool when you get them all assembled. It's a fun thing that you can have on your desk at work or as part of your other <laughs> Disney trinkets. By the way, if you like paper models, there is an excellent Haunted Mansion paper model on the Haunted Dimensions website. They have the Haunted Mansion from Disneyland, from Disney World, and they also have the Phantom Manor from Disneyland Paris. Nice. And these are, um, the, the quality of these models is excellent and very detailed. And again, this is the patterns that you have to print and cut out and put together. But they're all very cool if you're into this kind of craft. Anyway, links to all these sites, including these Star Speeder paper model patterns, will be posted with our show notes. Excellent. Thank you, Wayne. Michael. Well, up here in the great frozen north of California, our uh, our <laughs> museums once a month have these after-hour shindigs that all the hipsters go to. And the Walt Disney Family Museum is has been doing that for the last year or so. And they're called Animate Your Night. 
And their next one is on February 14th from 7 to 10 p.m. They're presenting, and, you know, I think I would have really thought hard about a title for this before I went with, with my the first <laughs> one they went with. And it's called Animate Your Night, Someday My Prince Will Come. Uh, <laughs> because the night is a substitute? <laughs> yeah, there's just... All kinds of things I could say. A muse, <laughs> a muse. <laughs> this is a, a museum-wide Valentine's Day soiree. Be our Valentine at a. Oh, it gets better. Be be our Valentine at a special love-laden animate your. <laughs> animate. I would have loved to have written it. Be a, be our Valentine at a special love-laden animate your night after hours party. Join us for an evening of adoration, animation, and inspiration. Experience the galleries in a whole new light. I, I would say so. And search and, and search for love. I, I guess in those darkened galleries with a special Valentine scavenger hunt. Illuminate, <laughs> illuminate your heart with Disney love themed shorts on a big screen, and sip our signature. Yeah, <laughs> it's, isn't this wonderful? I know. I wonder. I wonder whose shorts they are. And sip our stick. All I see is these big giant hearts on a white back. I know. I know. Size XXL. And sip our signature cocktail, the Prince Charming, so you can, you can suck down that Prince Charming. Some of the highlights include um, immerse yourself in our special exhibition, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the creation of a classic. Sip our signature cocktail, the Prince Charming. They also serve wine and beer. Uh, watch Disney love-themed shorts on the big screen. Get your fortune told by a fortune teller. Create your own Valentine's Day card in our open studio. I guess in case you find someone in that gallery on the scavenger hunt. Search for love. <laughs> oh, gosh, I didn't read this next one. Search for love in our gallery <laughs> with a special Valentine's Day scavenger hunt. They must be bringing people in. Dance amongst Walt's celebrated awards with beats spinning all night long. They generally have a DJ or a live band at these events. So tickets for Animate Your Nights, Someday My Prince Will Come, are $12 general, $10 for museum members, and I think that's cheap at twice the price of what you're going to pay here. Yeah. <laughs> oh Especially as described. Yes. And insinuated. Thank you, Michael, Nancy, please. Oh, Lord, I can't top that. No. So let's, uh, let's go back to remember the days when the Princess and the Frog first came out and how well we loved all those little Mardi Gras perceptions and and gosh darn it, Tiana was a great singer. Well, guess what? what? This part of limited time magic. You get to have all that back. Don't, don't they do this every year? Yes. Yeah. We're not supposed to talk about that. We're not talking about Mardi Gras. <laughs> No, we're not talking about the Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse would be a whole yeah. other thing. No, this is both, I'm I sure. Think. And I don't know why they didn't time this with Mardi Gras, but that's beside the point. They are bringing back that New Orleans Bayou Bash. Yes, sir. In fact, it started just this last, um, just this last weekend on the 18th, and it'll go every weekend through February 12th. 
so here's what you get. And some of these you can see lovely blogs on www.dismplug.com. Take that shot now. Um, where you, we've got Prince, Princess Tiana's Mardi Gras celebration where Tiana and Naveen lead the whole band and the whole full-blown New Orleans processional all the way around New Orleans Square around the River of Americas. Rivers of America. Sorry, I put my ass in the wrong place. And my S, I said River of America is not Rivers of America. Boy, after Michael's segment, look where you people's minds are. Right in the gutter. I don't know what you're doing. Shouldn't you not be doing that in the Rivers of America? That's kind of, they get like thrown out if you did that. Maybe after hours you can get away with it, like one, like at the party. There you go. after dark. Yeah. And of course you'll get two things that you normally get all the time. The Jambalaya, the Jambalaya Jazz Band is going to perform their tunes along the streets of New Orleans Square. When did that ever change? Um, it's limited time Royal- magic. No, but I mean they still do that. Mm-hmm. They still come out and they process to the little platformy stage area right there in front of yeah, they do. the cafe and the French market. And, Not and lately they- because the lines have been too dang long. Okay, anyway. Anyway, sorry. And the Royal Street Bachelors uh, will be found at the French Market stage, like they always are every day. But this time they'll be joined with by Tiana. And then they're going to have a traditional jazz band, which is a rousing Mardi Gras procession bursting onto the streets of New Orleans Square in a second-line style with the Umbrella Dancer, which is... The, isn't that the same thing as the Tiana's Mardi Gras celebration? Except without the Mark Twain. Yeah, except without the Mark Twain and except without Tiana and Prince Naveen and Louis leading yeah. the batch. Yeah. And they're finally putting Princess Tiana where they never should have moved her from. Court Angels. Nice. She'll be there with um, Min- Minnie and Mickey and Goofy. Wow. Probably not all at the same time. but Nancy, so I just wanted to add really quickly that February uh, 12th is Mardi Gras. Oh, is? Yeah. Oh, okay. early. It's really early this year. Yeah, yeah it's really early. Oh, okay, this year. so that's why they're going the eighth through the twelfth, as yeah. opposed to east okay. is the thirty-first. Well, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. All right. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Um, mm-hmm. I will go next and follow up on what Tony was talking about: season passes at Knott's Berry Farm. If you're interested in getting those, you have about a week to get a great price on them because come January thirty-first, prices are going to go up, and the uh, six payment, divided up six payment offer is going away. Current prices for Disney, uh, Disney, oops. <laughs> Current prices for Knott's Berry Farm season passes, a regular season pass, $66.99. And that includes admission during public operating hours through the end of 2013, early ride time during the summer, some food and merchandise discounts, and it is not valid for Halloween haunt. Makes sense. And next up is the gold season pass. That's eighty six ninety nine. That's good for admission to Knott's Berry Farm and Knott's Soak City during public operating hours for 2013, and includes early ride time during summer plus other VIP plus other VIP benefits plus discounts at Knott's Berry Farm Hotel plus uh, food and merchandise discounts. And then the top of the line is the Cedar Fair Platinum Pass. 
That's $169 for adults, $99 for kids. That's unlimited admission to Knott's Berry Farm and all other Cedar for all other Cedar Fair amusement and water parks through the end of 2013, and all the discounts and merchandise discounts and food discounts we talked about before. Um, so if you're interested in those, the end of January is when those prices are most likely going away. So, Tony, get thee to the Internet and buy those now. Well, you know, I just went to the Internet. I'm thinking maybe I should just – it's like how much do I waste on going to Chipotle? Like I – Right. Is the price so cheap when I hear the platinum and I'm thinking of, cause I have to renew Andrew's pass and I'm like, <gasps> and then go yeah. that, I could drop that like it's nothing and yeah. even if I go once, I just, maybe just for the, buff, the, uh, chicken dinner, the, the Sunday buffet discount. Yeah. I don't know. Alright, uh, Mr. Spatel. Okay, speaking of food, <clears throat> and I think we might have mentioned something about it, maybe as a rumor, or I don't know if we actually had already talked about it before, but now we're gonna, Get a little bit more official, and I'm more disappointed that I didn't know this sooner, or I didn't make a bigger deal of it. But the world famous Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles is coming to Anaheim, Anaheim. right near Disneyland, and it's supposed to open in February or March. It's going to be on at 2110 South Harbor Boulevard, and it's right next to a gas station, but that doesn't help. It's, it's, it's on Harbor, like the corner of Harbor and Orangewood. It's right there. Yeah, yes. It's right yeah. past, um, like Ruth's Chris and then the Double Tree if you're going towards Garden Grove. So south of the Toy Story lot. Yes. And then it's right across the street from the, it's kind of right across from the Denny's right there. Isn't it really and close to the Target over there then? Yeah. It's not, well, it's, it's on its way. Oh. Somebody wants Sorry. some waffles. No, um, yes, I think I'm looking for the Target. Oh no, there's Battle of the Dance, Google Maps, you gotta love it. <laughs> no, it's actually not super, it's, it's on the way to the Target, but you still have a ways to go until you get into that whole Garden Grove Resort District area. So. Would you say it's walking distance from the Garden Walk area? Oh man, you're really. I don't think me. so. Garden Walk's no, right by I don't by think so. It's a, it's right basically, it's basically adjacent to the Anna, um, the Double Tree Guest Suites Anaheim Resort, which is at the oh, Convention Center. Okay, I know where that, okay. Okay. And then across That's from the Anaheim Street. Express Inn and the Anaheim Carriage Inn. So, okay, and okay. for those of us that don't know the whole thing about chicken and waffles. <sighs> I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Sounds this sounds is, is together, so tell me about no, it. No, they're amazing. Okay, are these waffles? like the waffle sandwiches that they have at no. the Sleepy Hollow no. at the Magic Kingdom? Because those are good. Okay. The waffles Go ahead. are these amazing fluffy, van- and they have a hint of vanilla in them. The flavor on them is just amazing, and they're huge. They're dinner plate-sized waffles. Is it a and Belgian waffle or a thin waffle? It is. No, it's not a Belgian. It's a regular waffle. I looked at pictures. Okay. It's a regular, like. Yeah, it's regular. Like, You've eaten the waffles, of- Tom. Don't pretend you're, you don't know. <laughs> no, funny I, I only ate it one time, and I didn't inhale. When- <laughs> <laughs> and I took Tom there. <laughs> I said, Tom, you have to eat this. And their chicken is probably the best fried chicken I have ever had. And so to explain for people so that are thinking the whole... Okay, it's a southern thing. It's a southern thing, and it, it's, it's served with... It's so the, the fried chicken and the waffle next to it. And then the idea is you actually put the, the syrup all over everything. But it started in L.A. Not necessarily the syrup well, I mean, all over everything. Well, no, but some people do. It's... Some um, people do. 
if you've heard of Hash House A Go Go, they do it. It's a southern thing. Um, Roscoe's used to just be the one in Los Angeles, and then there was I think one in Long Beach, and um, I'd always wanted to go. But uh, but now they're starting to like I think expand them. But just for okay, so for you, Michael, it's not just that it's southern cooking too. So for example, their side orders you don't have to get the waffle. They have um, uh, let's see where am I find it? Biscuits, gravy, um, candied yams, red beans. So Red beans and rice, mac and cheese, greens, cornbread, sweet potato pie. So even if you don't want okay. the, you don't have to get the waffle. Yeah, that all sounds good. I actually went it, to a place that served the, chicken and waffles in Harlem when I went to New York City no, that's, a few years a, ago. Yeah, it's a it's an African American cultural kind of thing. And actually, I passed on the chicken waffles, but I had they had honey dipped fried chicken. So, so they they had okay. the fried chicken and then they had honey, but they had put. Like red pepper flakes in the honey, and so mm-hmm. they dipped it in the, the honey with the red pepper flakes. Oh man, that was awesome! Sorry. And my guess is, is this place is going to be packed because there's none in Orange County. And if anybody know, like, I'm thinking because you've seen like you've seen a lot of people they, they've been on like reality shows and TV shows and stuff. Oh yeah, and, like, people that are coming out. And local no, locals drive there. to Dog, other yeah. locations, right, to get it. Yes. Yeah. So I could see people going. Um, Coming in and going, it's right down the street. Let's go. Yeah. And so, as you guys see me get larger and larger, you know, <laughs> and what fried oh chicken? It's not their old sandwich okay. anymore. Okay. And yeah, you know what? Sandwich and, and, and I'm okay with not putting them together. I have my waffle as dessert. I have my fried chicken for dinner. It's okay. It's that good. makes sense to me. See, you just gotta gotta work it a little bit. See, but, my um, hospital cafeteria actually makes fried chicken every morning as a breakfast item. And it's it's good. It's a really good solid protein with the waffle, and it's just. I tell you, we will be going there to stop to get food on the way home. Yeah, and you can get everything to go. And, yep. Um, you can call it ahead. I saw grits. Um, it'd be and sometimes what, they have takeout only specials. Oh, I didn't know that. Sounds like it'd a culinary, culinary quest. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, I will so, totally um, go with you. So it's supposed to be open in February or March. I, what I will do, because I'm a good podcaster, is on my way home one night, I will drive by and actually see how close it looks. Okay. Like, if it looks like it's really ready to go. Because they announced this back a, way, a ways ago, yeah. but now it's getting close, so. Which would be, you know what, now that I mention it, the whole Knott's Berry Farm chicken dinner thing, I wonder if, you know, people go, oh, well, let me know. Yeah. waffles there? No, yeah. Nuts? No, they don't. <laughs> no, but it's going to be competition for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, thank you, Tony. Time for the thread of the week, Mary Jo. This week's thread of the week is one um, by TBG Mom, and this person writes, "How do you handle your money while in the park?" And I know, although I know that we've talked about it in the past, I think that with everybody planning um, trips to Disneyland, it's uh, good to revisit this again. And it's actually a she, and she writes, I'm trying to figure out how much cash we'll need for a vacation and what exactly we'll need the cash for. We'll use the credit card for all major souvenirs, table service meals, etc. But can you pay credit for things like churros and other snacks, counter service meals, etc.? As Canadians, I'm also trying to figure out if it's better to bring our cash with us or use ATMs while we're there. And um, the Canadians are talking about the, um, that they use their debit cards a lot, not used to cash. So she's getting recommendations um, to use debit cards just because they're not used to 
the money itself. But I wanted to bring this up to the team because now that we do have um, an equal amount of travelers <laughs> to, to Disneyland as well as the locals, um, what works best for you as far as I cash, debit cards, credit cards, I seldom, I seldom use cash in the parks. Me too. The, only the, the, the small the, card. The only thing you can't do, yeah, the only thing you can't do is buy a balloon, basically, or or the little carts during the parade when they bring yeah, out the, the, oh, like the light, the light up, or, the yeah. light up stuff at night. The glow okay. cards. Can you use your debit cards at like the popcorn? Yep. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Yeah, we use we either use our debit cards, credit cards, or um, Disney gift cards. I mean, I rarely use cash, except to buy bottled water. And, you know, little snacks and things like that. Nancy, over at the Cozy Cones, what is it that they you don't You can use take? debit cards. They don't take... Discounts. Um, discounts. AP okay. discounts. <clears throat> but they take the, the gift cards there too, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay, so uh, I know that Wayne uses... At least he used to, and I wanted to... Kind of like just to check back with you, Wayne, do you still use the gift cards? I totally use them all the time now. I don't go any other way. It's They're fun to collect. They are so easy to use. There's a way that you can protect them. It's, it's the way to go. Well, for us at our church, we have a fundraising where they sell script, which is where, you know, you buy, you know, gift cards and all that. And we special, you know, to, to local merchants, we buy, um, they special order Disney gift cards for me. And I buy a certain amount every month, and that's how we save up for a lot nice. of our Disney trips, is just that's buying really those. Nice. And then it helps out, you know, our parish school at the same time, because they that's get a, a portion of that. That's a really good tip. So, so a lot of people that have that script at their church or school, they may not know that you can special order um, yes. vendors, and Disney's one of them. And you can special order big. That's what, when we went once, we got... We had a spe- I think we special ordered a th- like when we got passes, our Disneyland passes. We special ordered like a thousand dollar pass, and they'll special order for you. So you can get. Of course, it's scary because when you have that card, gosh, you better not lose this card. Oh, yes. But um, but um, you can you can special order just to corroborate what you said. What are Dizzer saying, Major? Um, a lot of them are. They're saying that they um, a lot of them use credit cards and their debit cards. Um. I think the it's issue. I think the issue that's different with her is that she's Canadian. Yeah, and you know, if, if a person's going to be coming from Canada, I would <laughs> recommend or another country. I kind of like the ideas of the gift cards because banks can get kind of squirrely when you when you're um, drawing money out. And I know that personally, where I was in another country and I drew money out. Right. And I put my card back in, and it ate it. And there I was with the, yep. no debit card yep. to get money. So I cried, and then I called to to try to resolve the issue, you know. But um, I think, and I I got my tip from Wayne. I now use I use um, gift cards, and I just reload them, and I have my money there for to cover anything that's Disney for that. I'll have to remember that when I go to Vancouver, July 29th, to go to on the Alaska cruise. If you want to go with me, uh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a hussy, aren't you? <laughs> hey, well, no, cause, because the 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 thread on the on the because they have the meets thread on the on the boards mm-hmm. for the different cruises, and ours is kind of quiet. So I'm like trying to drum up business. 
because I with need some, with some fun people. I, right? I, I want more people in our fish extender <laughs> list. That'd be Tom at wdwinfo.com. <laughs> and I'll hook you up with my travel agent, my Dreams Unlimited travel agent. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs>